All our lives, we've been told to go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and you'll be set. How's that working out for you? I'm Tavana Denise, physical therapist turned life and business coach, and I'm on a mission to help you create a life you love and a business on your terms. If you want more time, more freedom, more flexibility, I can help you create it. Welcome to Breaking Protocol, the show for women in healthcare who want more. Ever since I did the Patients to Clients Challenge, I've been thinking about what works when it comes to networking. I mean, really connecting with people online and what doesn't, especially in groups, right? So one of the things that I noticed when I was learning from various teachers over the years and trying things out for myself is that some things worked well for me, like even from the beginning, right? And others didn't. And sometimes I wondered to myself, was it a skill issue? Like, did I just not know how to do the strategy well? Was it an advanced strategy when I was still a beginner? And sometimes the strategist in me wonders about that, but the coach in me also knows that mindset can make or break even the best of strategies. So I kind of want to break down how I think about networking in all instances, but especially online, and hopefully understanding how I think about it in my approach will help you if you're looking to make genuine connections with others online that turn into clients and friendships and other opportunities. So during the challenge, I chose to teach about networking online, specifically within Facebook groups because I love it <laughs> and it's very effective. And so I think that's really one of the, the biggest, one big point is your energy. Like how do you go into the strategy, whether it's networking in Facebook groups, networking in LinkedIn groups, if it is podcasting, what is your thought about that strategy? Do you automatically go in there and say, I love it? Or do you say, I hate it? Do you say, I'm not good at it? The reason why I bring this up is because that affects the effectiveness of the strategy, right? So I remember I used to have a friend in college named Ivan, and he was like the worst singer ever. But it was so much fun to actually watch him, not necessarily listen, but fun to watch him sing because you could tell he was having a good time. And it was very attractive right? So if you're going into these groups and thinking, oh, I hate this. I just, I think I have to be here. I don't want to be doing this. What is the energy like when you're doing it? And how is that being perceived on the other side? Because we're energetic beings. People are picking up on nonverbal cues all the time. So that's one thing to think about. Then I also love the fact right? That we don't have to put on grown-up clothes, drive anywhere in the traffic, and pay to get in. One of the most frustrating things for me pre-COVID and it was I remember trying to get to a networking event, and I was on Peachtree Street, which is one of the major streets in Atlanta, trying to get downtown and watching one of those electric scooter people, like somebody on a scooter, get to their destination faster than I could in the car because we were in bumper to bumper traffic and they were on the sidewalk, right? So the great thing about networking is you don't have to be in traffic. You don't have to dress up. 
you don't have to pay to get in, not usually, right? So what are some of the thoughts that you have about networking, right? And what are some of the positive thoughts that you have that will make you enjoy it a little bit more? The other thing that I love about networking online is that it works if you're an introvert and it also works if you're an extrovert. So if you think about some of the other strategies that people talk about in terms of marketing, if you're an introvert, you may not want to be doing public speaking or you may not want to have a podcast, but in a networking situation, you don't actually have to be blasting anything. You can just be your normal, wonderful, beautiful, brilliant introvert self and just pick one person and have a deep conversation with them, right? With the extrovert, if you like to post and you like to engage, you can do that as well. So I love that. And the other thing that I love about networking is that you can get super specific about the kinds of things that you want to talk about rather than being in general networking groups where you might talk to a bunch of people for two hours that are not only not the right people. And what I mean by saying that is not ideal clients, or they're not also the right people in terms of the, the mentality. So there is definitely a difference sometimes in the energy of the group in how they operate. So for example, I love people who love books that don't mind curse words, that cheer each other on, that are incredibly intelligent, but don't have to use $5 words all the time, if you know what I mean. So the great thing about the online groups is that you can easily go in, kind of scan the virtual room and decide if these look like your people or not and leave if they're, they're not. You don't waste time, you don't waste gas, you don't waste money, right? So those are some of the reasons why I love it. So back in the day, how this relates to online dating, at least in my history. Back in the day, I did a lot of online dating, which I think has really helped me to be able to make genuine connections online. Because I think what might be happening is that we forget that although we're separated by computer screens, that there are actual people, actual human beings on the other side. So here's a question for you. What would you do or how would you interact if you were in an actual room with the people in the groups online? So imagine for a moment that we're not online, same people, and we're in an in-person networking situation. What would you do? How would you interact? Is it different perhaps than you are interacting online? What about if you knew you would meet the people in the Facebook groups in person eventually? How might your interactions change? How might your approach change? I actually sometimes do this on purpose, right? So I'm in a Facebook group. I was in the Women in PT Summit. They had a Facebook group. And I, I actually knew because of the name of the group that when I went to the event, I would meet these women in person, which was super exciting for me because I had been engaging with them within the group. So how might your approach or how might your thoughts change if you knew you would meet them in person eventually, right? How might your energy shift? Here's another question for you. When you're in the virtual room, when you're in the groups, are you genuinely looking to connect with people? Are you trying to meet some amazing people 
or are you only in there to get clients? Right. This can be kind of challenging, especially if you enter a group, let's say you're a coach for moms postpartum and you enter the group because there are moms in the group. And so you could be scanning like, oh, there might be a bunch of clients in here. But what if you were just looking to meet some amazing people and connect with them? The reason why I'm putting emphasis on this is because it really does make a difference in how you show up in the room and also how often you show up, right? So if you're in the groups, if you're using this strategy, whether you heard it from me or someone else, or you just came up with it on your own and you're thinking, okay, I'm in these groups to get clients and it doesn't happen the first week, the first month, the first few months. If that is your primary thought or reason for being there, it will affect your ability to stay consistent. It will affect not only your energy when you're showing up, but how often you show up. And so what if you could just switch that? Now, the reason I say this, and let me relate it back to online dating because I went on a tangent for a second, is because although I met some incredible men during the dating process, sometimes when we met in person, we realized like, mm, you're cool and all, but you're more like a friend. I mean, I literally met a guy who ended up being my attorney and I think he, yeah, he also ended up doing my taxes, right? And I, I met one who's still a pretty good friend to this day. I don't think I would have been able to do that if I was not open to genuinely connecting with good people. Right. So think about it this way. If I got caught up in this is going to be my boyfriend or maybe my husband one day, what do you think my energy would be like? I think it would literally repel the men. It's like mm, her pheromones are off. Something's off about her. It's not that she's saying the wrong thing necessarily, but something just doesn't seem right. It's not attractive. It seems clingy. It seems needy. And then as a result of that, because something in their spirit is telling them, no, I'm just not feeling her energy, stay away. Then maybe I would get tired of, man, I'm in here, you know, doing all these poses, talking to these men, swiping left and right and all of this stuff. And I still don't have a man. And how often do we bring that energy into the groups? Where it's like, oh, I'm in here, I'm posting all the time. I'm answering questions, I'm commenting, and I still don't have a client. Right. So what also might happen is I might be active in the group sometimes and I might not be active all the time. And the same thing with the dating situation. Sometimes I'm showing up on the app. Sometimes I'm not. Right. So has it ever happened to you where you <laughs> where you finally get a, a man and then all of a sudden all the men come out of the woodworks? It's like, what the heck? Where were y'all when I didn't have a man? Ugh. Right. So. Seriously, check your energy. How would you behave if you believed that every interaction that you had online, whether it's simply liking somebody's post or giving them a high five emoji or answering a question without telling them to hop into your DM, right? What if you believed that every interaction was valuable? Not in that you answer a question, you get a client but that you answer a question and maybe that person remembers you the next time a friend of theirs has a question. Or maybe that you might meet your next business bestie or accountability buddy or coach. You never really know, actually. 
So here are my recommendations for improving your results when networking in groups online. One, enter the virtual room with generosity and curiosity because you never know who you're going to meet or who they know, right? Two, don't assume that the people in the room are or should be your next client and be open to seeing where the conversation leads. This will help people be so calm in their spirit and want to reach out and want to connect with you because they don't get that this spidey sense of she's trying to get me. She's trying to get something from me. She's trying to sell me on something, right? And then three, be yourself. Remember to ask yourself, how would you act in person? So that's what I have for you this week. And there is still space in the Courage Circle if you want some support coming up with a strategy and the mindset to actually make your business work. Go to tabonadenise.com forward slash momentum so we can talk about it. Until next time, friends.